I'm Doug Gollin. I'm a professor of development economics here at Oxford. And my work focuses primarily on agriculture and the relationship between the agricultural sector and the rest of the economy in developing countries. Lots of people who work on agriculture and development focus on the micro side and really try to understand farm level behavior and things like technology adoption by farmers. I'm interested in those subjects, but also more generally in the ways that the agriculture sector connects with the rest of the economy, the links between rural areas and urban areas, and the process through which economies as they develop move people out of agriculture and out of rural areas into other sectors, so the structural transformation of economies. On the micro side, we're very interested still in questions around technology adoption and why it is that productivity levels appear to be so low for so many farmers in developing countries. So this raises issues of why farmers are failing to take up new technologies, uh, questions about what the constraints are that face them, credit constraints, marketing constraints, all kinds of issues around the market failures that face people in rural areas, questions of risk and insurance. I think that set of questions is being, is being looked at very seriously through the lens of randomized controlled trials. And so we're seeing lots of work in the last five or 10 years trying to bring RCTs to bear on questions around the take up of technologies and around the questions of why productivity levels are so low. On the macro side, I think the question that connects to that is why, if agricultural productivity levels are so low, we see such large fractions of the workforce in developing countries in the agricultural sector. It's a little bit of a puzzle. Why are so many people doing things at which they appear to be really, really poorly? Why are so many people doing things at which they seem to be really bad? Why are such large fractions of the workforce occupied in the lowest productivity sectors. One of the questions that we're faced with is whether the prevalence of small farms in Africa and other parts of the world is itself a sign of something missing or something that's gone wrong in the agriculture sector. And it's very common for policymakers to look at the prevalence of small farms and to, and to imagine that this is a sign of some, some real weakness in the agricultural economy. There's a question about whether smallholder agriculture has a future or not, whether we can achieve agricultural development within a small farm context. I think to some extent that literature and that concern is misplaced. We see in, in Europe today and in the US today still lots of very small farms. Not all of them are hugely productive and most of the production in rich countries comes from larger farms. So I think in many ways the issue for agriculture in, in Africa is how to allow space for the emergence of a commercial farm sector. Perhaps I'm not talking about corporate farms and I'm not talking about farms of a thousand hectares or more, but the farms in the 50 to 100 hectare category, family farms that would be a little larger than the kind of one to two hectare farms that we see more commonly. One of the things I've really enjoyed at this conference is seeing all of the young researchers who are taking up issues around agriculture. I think it's back on the research agenda in some really interesting ways. 20 years ago when I, I got my PhD in 1996 and uh, 20 years ago there was very little work being done on the macro side of agricultural development. I now see 
lots of people working on structural transformation in different forms. I think that's a really ripe area for research and something that allows people to ask big picture questions around the role of agriculture and development and to connect the micro with the macro.